0: Welcome back to another episode of Not Enough Asian by 1.5 Chinese.
1: Welcome! Welcome back! Today is a very special day. With us, we have two special guests. But before we begin, I think we will do a very quick introduction of today's episode. It's basically a continuation of what the last episode is of Not Dating Enough. So, last episode, in case you haven't listened to it... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, it's basically on why are we single and the single stories and the singleism versus the matrimatal mindset, right? The rush to get married. So today, it's uh, very interesting because we are in a different space. We are in a different room. where We have different people. First time we have guests with us today. Uh, before we let our guests introduce themselves, uh, Mishan, you want to let us know what is the, you know, basic context that we should have for today's episode so for today's episode we are going to touch on not dating enough part two
0: so we all know that people date for different reasons someone to have fun someone to get out of the house someone to just meet new people and others probably want to find a lifetime partner so in today's episode we will be touching on the status and intent of dating we'll be talking a little bit about meeting partners or other half naturally versus online dating and with our guests around with us, they will also let us know what's their preference, their success rates,
1: how do they deal with rejections, disappointment. Very quickly becoming a business case, a success, <laughs> the success story of dating. Anyway, okay, so let us introduce our guests. So we have guest number one. Hello. Hello. A bit Hello. About Hello. yourself and you know
2: what, what, uh, what, what is what your is
1: status. status and...
2: All right. Uh, my Hello. name is Lynn. Nice to be on the show finally. I've been a big fan since day one. Now I'm checking out the box on above 35 years old. So just to (laughs) keep it somewhat secret still. And happily married for about six months now.
1: She is our marriage marriage success success story view. She also has has a background background of of online dating as well as dating, you know, in person. As mentioned, she's our number one fan. She's my first fan mail That we received Therefore she got recruited To talk today <laughs> no, Not just that But you know She has been a very good Feedback audience That we have For audio Or for content You know She's like one of my Personal key opinion leader <laughs> So i just dial her out When I need opinions <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so
3: are we have a second guest? Hello, everyone.
1: My name is Iling. I am
3: under the thirty-five checklist. Happy to be here. So are Who you are single? single? This has been quite a blur in the last few years on and off but uh currently i am pretty sure i'm single so that's the, pretty uh, sure, sure.
1: Pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's the status right now i see hilarious i know everybody's a bit nervous this is our first time doing guests, and it's our guest first time speaking on the podcast so pardon us if we sound a bit like crazy people yeah i'm also <laughs> very the... nervous for no reason today oh yeah she's just nervous because she may get attacked <laughs> She's probably the only person in the room that has not tried online dating. So, that is going to be part of the, you know, storytelling today. So, anywho, let's get started. So, um, in terms of the stories that we want to share today, uh, like I mentioned, we have the meat natural story, which is the organic, you know, go outside, go to the grocery store, cold storage or what. And you see some guy they're like, hey, you know, then you start talking. This call meat natural, okay, meat organically. Then, they are looking at me like I'm a crazy person. Then, you have the typical online dating where you have the grinder, oh, Sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> Sorry sorry Grinder is for, eh, if for Excuse una. me It's for Anna She meant right, Bumble uh, Coffee Beats Bagel eh, wah, Is it Ch- called Okay Cupid Okay Cupid Oh okay. My God, okay, Tinder. Don't oh forget. Tinder, yeah. Yes. So the the tools of the online dating trade. Grinder life if you prefer. Hey, I'm a very inclusive person. Okay. Okay, girl. <laughs> yeah. So uh let's have our guests share uh their meat natural versus uh meat online story. Uh what is their percentage of which that they use more and what is their meat natural story. Let's start with him first. Mm, okay. Thinking back, I think
2: majority of my Slightly longer-term relationships have been through organic traffic. <laughs> 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 Sorry, this.
1: Are you like okay, a push push push. Push. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's usually through, unintentional, but like friends would introduce, say, oh, I, I know somebody who might be a good fit. And most of the time, I think the online people that I meet, they end up being good friends. Mm-hmm. Or like friends you can hang out with. Because it, it's a little bit like, cash 22 right you meet people online who you have common topics to speak about mm-hmm. and then you try and come together but then that's the only things you have in common the common things that you like and maybe everything else is very different like your uh, temperament persona whatever it is so you end up just being friends with common interests or hobbies then for the offline one you get to actually see them how they ex- uh, you know interact with other people or what do they do or you know you have time to notice the little things and I think that's one of the big difference about dating online and offline, because offline, very naturally, I mean millennials and you know, we try to <laughs> create that online image of yourself. It's never a, a true accurate depiction <laughs> of yourself. So mm-hmm. naturally, I mean, I obviously, I think about myself as somebody else online too, maybe not 100% truthful, but you know, it's, it's just how we try to go out there and meet people, mm-hmm. right? So... And I mean, that's my experience so far, at least between the online and offline. Yilin. So for me, frankly speaking, uh, a little background. So I think prior to
3: COVID, I was actually traveling quite a bit. And when you're traveling for months at a time, uh, sometimes it's very hard to meet people directly. And truth to be told, I think I didn't use a lot of online dating when I was traveling because it just felt like you are... Going into a slaughterhouse Like huh? Imagine going For so a new country Like you go into A new country You swipe someone And immediately meet them That idea has always Been quite scary As uh, a single person Travelling yeah, yeah. mm. So frankly speaking I never really Online dating Has never really been A thing for me When I was travelling Okay, this is quite ironic, because I know a lot of people travel and do this, but, so for me, when I was traveling, a lot of times, I actually meet more organically, like, from co-working spaces, uh, go to co-workings, and then a team networking is a business event, not even business event, just, like, uh, travelers' events, that sort of stuff, so... It also it feels better because you see someone in person. But my section is mostly more on the online dating. So we can I'm gonna park this first and go back to the online dating. So for me, online dating I think only started. I mean, frankly speaking, more of my longest relationship. Right, we actually met online, but it wasn't through online. It wasn't through a dating app. It was kind of like a surprise app to share with someone abroad. Uh, about your hometown About your country It was like by accident oh, this is interesting Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, that That was actually A very very good relationship okay. yeah. yeah Wait,
1: Wait Give so uh, give Meishan a Mishan go as well, well. Meishan Tell what? us your oh, no. what, is what is your current, current Preference Oh yeah Suddenly feel attacked At the moment Everybody staring at me Context <laughs> ma We need We each have a go And then we can go Into the online one For me I think
0: meeting naturally Would be more Like more for me but the things that I don't really go out a lot. (laughs) Online dating, I think E-Link have always been encouraging me to do it. So I did download the app a few times, did swipe, but then like there's no outcome to that. Cause I just feel like everybody is very forced to make a conversation online. And and part of me is just like, what if this person is a, you know, a crook or like out there to scam that, that kind of stuff so all these things will come into consideration when I even look at the person's profile yeah so most of the time I just like look at the app and just keep swiping is it the left side that like you don't like this person the left side right yeah so most of the time it's just that but friends have also been trying to set me up on dates which I which sometimes I reject. I think only last year I only managed to meet one person
1: and that's it. <laughs> Why you give me this face last morning? No, i was just, I'm just shocked. Okay, anyway, yeah, so today is like a soft sell for Meishan to start online dating. But anyway, um, before we let Yiling share her very interesting story, uh, just give everybody a brief background. So, so myself, I'm almost exclusively online dating since I was 25, which makes me almost like nine years probably using the apps and stuff, so uh, we can have another separate Discussion about which apps are more effective <laughs> with a high hit rate and such and, and what not to do and what, what to do so I, I can also charge you to curate your online dating profile if you wow, wish girl. so we can do that but let's not um, since we're talking about the fun online dating stories we let Yilin go about the online dating portion like the wonderful experiences she have, and then we can go back to Lin <laughs> for her horror online dating story <laughs> like Halloween episode today okay Uh,
3: Well, like I mentioned, I had a very long relationship And it was through sort of like online dating Um, I think Meishan was with me the first time Or like before I went to meet this person So basically, just a very quick one I met him online And then we talked for like nine months Just like writing every day And then uh, halfway through So about six months in, I decided Okay, I want to go backpacking So I did this whole European trip and then flew all the way to this person's country, and met him. And I remember Meishan was always saying are you sure he's not going to kill you? It's crazy. bring a weapon? (laughs) That kind of stuff.
1: But when do you you feel feel it's safe safe
3: to go and see this person alone? But But like, like, through talking to this person, it has always been, it has always felt safe. But to be fair, I don't think this, the point is, I think I was a bit crazy back then. Like, I was just too young and a little stupid. So just went ahead luckily he did not kill me or anything close um we actually became really good friends um the relationship didn't work out basically i think it's more a sexuality issue
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so interesting so when E-ling told me that she was meeting this person person, so that that time we were were in edinburgh Edinburgh together together, and she just just said said that i am actually flying over to that person's country to meet him and I was like, what do you mean by that? Because it was a new concept to me at the time. Online dating wasn't like in a trend at that point in time. Although hers is not through the apps that we all know, right? So when she told me, I was like, huh? You mean you fly across the world just to meet this person um, that you don't even know? Like you only met him, spoke to him online. Yeah. And I think that was the time where I don't even know whether there is a lot of like FaceTime happening at during that time. So probably just through text. You- we had one call.
1: One call so and then she flies there. This was the time where people sent pigeons to each other. Is it? <laughs> I, I okay, know. that was like almost
0: 10 years back already. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. So Skype yeah. probably so was. So a-
0: when she broke the news to me, we were actually walking back to our couch surfing room or whatever you call it, right? And then I was just like, okay, girl, do you need a scissors or like some kind of knives to put in your luggage so that just in case this person is a serial killer, you can have some form of defense? <laughs> yeah yeah Belly, Ben Ben So by anyway, after she fly there, I, I did text her to check on her. I said, this did this she leave
1: you the person's number and stuff? Of course not la. Oh I when I did this when I was in Melbourne, I went to see a guy just randomly just to, on a city walk kind of did. Uh, I told my friends I said I'm going out to meet this person. this is his number. If I'm not home by 11 p.m that's the person I'm with. So I gave the number, The I don't want to give the address now, but yeah, I just gave my friends a bunch of details just in case, you know, things happen. But um, outside of that, again, very brave. Really, really. And and seems like you had a, a very good experience out there. But also seen people who went on this whole online dating route that got married very quickly. I think there is some story about this girl flying to another country just to meet the guy and the guy is some model which people think that, you know, probably is just a, a scammer but end up, they got together and they got married. I think in Singapore, there is also an influencer that did that. She usually cosplay or her job was a Disney princess in Universal Studio and she's from the UK, I think? Husband is Australian or something like that and then they just met and then it's just a freaking fairy tale. La. I don't know. I'm, I'm not exactly sure whether they met online but the point is, things do happen and turn out really great yep right okay okay wow very optimistic. optimistic but uh, can I but I think those are
3: actually um the mi- minorities like yeah. like we shouldn't have the idea that this fairy tale is gonna Correct. because there are more I think horror stories than this sort of fairy tales right, right? right. like a lot of horror, horror
2: stories. Story, story central, central. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give us a bit of a <laughs> uh, and then everybody looks at me for the cue <laughs> we Halloween season one now, um, so horror stories, lots of them, and I, I think to the point of like meeting people and eloping with them to another strange city, it is, uh, boys and girls do not do this, if you do not leave your contact and the person's contact with your best friends, your parents or whoever it is, yeah, make sure that you, you do the precautions, okay, so regardless of how much you think you can trust the person, it is just to be safe. You never know, right? I've been very lucky as well. I've not been murdered, robbed or anything yet. Obviously, if not, this is really a horror story. But I think one example was I actually went off to the guy that I met online last time. And we were in a, we were just hanging out, not really in a relationship. And we decided to go to Japan together and stay at his friend's house. So it was not like a hotel or anything, right? But my boss was so concerned about my well-being and safety. He made me turn on my, find my friends on my phone. So they can literally check where I was in Japan Every hey, single minute this is
1: another life pack.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah So if I mean, if you don't mind, right mm. You're not going to like some dodgy places You can just turn that on Yeah, so life, least, pack, life pack. You, know, you can do like an emergency call Whatever it is as and when needed mm. Anyway, so Horror Story had my fair bit of online dating Started a long time ago before Tinder even made it mm. to our shores And then I, I guess at that age When you are like 20, 20 something You end up meeting with a lot of People that you realize that you don't like the, the mm-hmm. types, whether it's little quirks or little uh, characteristics that you just can't stand. So, like one one of it is I, I never knew I was so critical of like <laughs> public level noise, noise level. So <laughs> I went out with You this. didn't know your
1: ears are that sensitive. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't
2: know. I thought I was naturally quite a loud person, but then well, met my match and then like literally, and it was it was a really quick date So we were we were talking online. We said hey Do you want to go hang out And have, catch a movie later so I said okay sure Let's go And then we met this guy And then uh, we had some time um Before the movie itself So we went to Kino So we we're going to watch A movie afterwards huh? Mind you mm-hmm. So we went to Kino Kuniya And this guy Just started talking Really loudly So when you're outdoors it, It's not as Amplified exactly. right But when you're indoors And you're in a bookstore Suddenly it became Like a Tundras level, what? and I was just oh gosh, is he gonna talk like that in the cinema as well? So oh panic, like okay, I'm I i do not think I want to stick around, so I had to obviously with your girlfriends or friends, you go like, Hey, if I message you this, can you just call me and tell me that emergency at home? Yeah, another Everybody like that. does these two guys, yeah, about this such things, right? So I so saw I got my emergency phone call and I made for the hillside. Huh?
1: <laughs> Just because oh, that guy was
2: God. louder than, than I expected normal people to read so, so after
1: that, did you start bringing your dates to the library or something just to test them out? <laughs> no lah But
2: then I realised that I really
1: cannot stand people who are very
2: Love. Too boisterous Like mm. for me, I don't know And I'm not on the very quiet or like docile type right But I just it, It's kind of like a public Thingy, mm-hmm.
1: don't be a public nuisance. Mm-hmm. No, like, but it's, it's true, not. but and you no, besides you know the, the noise, noise level, level, whether right? you're too loud or too soft, or whether you have no sense of personal space, those no, are all no. things yeah. that you mm-hmm. never know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So exactly,
2: right? you like online, you probably wouldn't go into that sort of details around, like, hey, are you very loud in person? <laughs> it's also very subjective. <laughs> right, it's very subjective, you wouldn't be like. Hey, actually um, my personal space is 0. 0.5 meters. You won't say that. <laughs> you will probably only find out when you meet a person and it's kind of like too late because you met the person and then they know your face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, but do you think, think it's
0: because uh, the first time so when you met, met, met him, like the first impression, he's not like your type already. That's why whatever he does feels like very irritating.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a very legit point. Um if I recall, he was he was okay. Like he was okay It wasn't I, I don't think Again at that age I was like maybe 20 something Early 20s right You wouldn't have like Okay I want to date this Exact type
0: mm-hmm. Kind of
2: open to like, Just meet new people mm-hmm. And he wasn't like Horrible looking Or whatever It was just Yeah it was just that one thing That <laughs> It's always a catalyst There's always that one thing That you cannot stand And then he just Wipes everything yeah, out he, he just it? wipes everything but out But what oh, if
1: he's, he's like Super hot out. Like a Liam Hemsworth Then he got he very loud can
2: then you make some consensus <laughs>
1: wow, very practical eh? consensus yeah. for that, I mean
2: Okay again It, it, it depends on where, How much that One thing Irritates you And how much tolerance You have for it Whether and, you can and, stand and, it or not yeah, Whether you can stand it or not If yeah. like the face Is really okay right But the voice is very weird Like David Beckham
1: Would you? Girl I would,
2: <laughs> I would Totally Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Mishan Really yeah. It's really based on the look one eh. yeah. I also think so Where eh. Like when if- I would feel the same
0: If his squeeze has Chris Hemsworth Yeah right? Okay You are how loud I
1: find But what if <laughs> Hemsworth has like a B O B.O. And then talk very loud But Hemsworth I will buy him a lot of deodorant
0: Can The ha. face is important eh. The next generation will look good ma.
1: Probably just going
0: on
2: a date
1: But I'm not marrying the guy
2: No but you would think
1: A bit further
2: At that point Yeah you go back To the whole point About what the irritation is If it's about mm. public nuisance Right Do if somebody sees Chris Hemsworth with you And he's a public nuisance Now this person is Something not right <laughs> Right you, You'll probably be like Okay more forgiving we are all superficial creatures. Correct, I
1: know correct. That but right. the, which is what, in the beginning when we talk about like the online dating and the meat mm, natural, right? right portion yeah, the concessions yeah. that you made and the type the of type things of that you don't main main see if you do it online, right? right. Okay, okay, so, okay, so now, we, now we can talk about, about the meat natural, natural story, story, like the organic, organic meat. meat. So, 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 so far, do you have any experience, experience of, of any horror, horror stories of natural meat story?
3: Well, for me, I guess because if it's natural, right, you get a sense of who they are already. It's like in the first glance If you don't like them You wouldn't proceed anyway So it's, it reduces the amount of horror stories mm-hmm. As opposed to like what Arlene mentioned right If, you, if it's online You talk to them Wow this person text really well Everything It's like you draft out this fantasy image And then you meet them like, What? What was that? What happened?
1: (laughs) I feel like people are very different online and offline. Like so so you've gone gone to many many, like networking, networking. whether it's a business thing or like mm -hmm. so what what kind of tips and tricks do you have for us us to meet people? people. You mean in person? Yeah, during the networking networking stuff. stuff.
3: For me, I think at some point at my bravest right, it's just simply walking up. Hey, I just landed. I need friends. Can we talk? So really just and nobody will reject. Especially for girls, especially, you go up to a guy, okay, they will still feel like it's a compliment They're just gonna Oh come and join exactly. us Exactly oh. So, so frankly, frankly speaking I think this is a tip Like we just need To be more brave I think Maybe this is a bit Cultural but like Especially like Asians, we have the idea like, yeah. oh, you know, you guys must shouldn't, always make the first call. Yes, you shouldn't put yourself out there, but no one's asking you to offer anything. Yeah. It's just going to say hi. Yeah. You don't even need to say, you look super cute. Like, on you know? conversation. Yeah, it's just saying hi, making friends. It's actually a very normal thing that people do approach. Just don't make it weird. It's how you approach it. So I yeah. think just really go up. Otherwise, for the most part, right? Uh, as a girl, I think generally guys will come up. But I think these days things are getting a little more sensitive.
1: So People any horror story, horror story from like, from, like meeting like, a person Then after I realize this person, like, ooh.
3: For me, naturally, not really. I guess you just know that it just doesn't work out. And and it goes back to a bit of on online dating. That means maybe first time you meet that, you see them in person at a networking event or whatever, they're super cute. You start texting them, and then you start going out. Then that's where things start to snowball as well, uh, come out, right? For me, I would say, I think this is kind of like a mixture. I'm not sure if it's horror, but looking back, I think it's not so good. I ever met this guy once uh, at a co-working space, and then things hit off really well. I think he was supposed to go travel somewhere, but then he ended up staying. This was like at the height of COVID, so... It, everything went well, but I think I just couldn't really trust him because at oh. the end of the day, I feel like he was love-bombing me like within a week or two he was like oh can you come with me uh, I'm gonna you know bring you everywhere that kind of stuff and you just and is organically in person. in person yeah and you wow. don't see these things on the first day but yeah. like maybe yeah. on the first day what they do they they lower the love bomb they just like very nice to you buy you like coffee and all of that but then like day two day three the promises start to come in and you're like I just yeah. met you like yesterday and then they start to... Why are you not reciprocating? Yeah. Like, you start to feel... But at the same time, it's very tricky. Because as girls, we are wired to feel like... Ooh, someone likes me. Ooh, he's quite cute. Ooh, he's nice to me. But then after a while, you're like... Because... At some point, love bombing is very, like, a huge, massive red flag. Like, mm-hmm. At some mm-hmm. point, it's going yeah. to crash. Yeah. So, so, at the usual crash is just, at some point, right, they just stop responding. Yeah, like, yeah. they just
1: kind of go but through. But this has I an added like, angle of danger, because yeah, they are in the yeah, same code yeah. space. They know you, you really have to have be there, there at some point. point. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, wow. But my point, yeah, goes back
3: to, I think, meeting naturally or meeting online, uh, they can both go very
1: wrong. yeah mm. go very wrong
3: so you really need the time to get to know somebody
1: mm. yeah
2: i think that's my takeaway
3: Lin, Lin,
1: any uh meat uh, horror story
2: <laughs> i had one just now but i think to pick up what you said right about the love bombing thing it can happen both organically and online mm-hmm. so funnily enough my in the case i experienced was when i met him online he was pretty like normal quite mm. chill and everything then when we met offline in person and then he started to start the whole of for me thing right and then it really escalated quite quickly to the point that he was trying to renovate his house he brought me along asked me whether to make decisions on his life oh mm. almost like treating me as though I was gonna move in with mm. him wow. yeah and then introduced me to all his best friends within I think less than two months wow. and then suddenly one day he just disappeared Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He literally just disappeared and ghosted me. And this guy is not a young chap, okay? he's like mm. senior level and obviously over 30 something. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can happen in any any shape or form. Yeah. And the red flag, and of course, the advice is just don't, don't get in too deep too quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter how much it feels like it is um, natural or it is sincere. Sincerity, when you do experience it, you will know it. Mm. This sort of love bombing, I mean, there, there will always be that little bit of doubt at the back of your head, one. So trust yeah. that intuition. Don't, don't really like you know, yeah. go yeah. for yeah. it. Because like. yeah. it, it was, it was to me. It, I was in a relationship with this guy, and yeah. then, it was really bad for me. Like I, I felt mm. very betrayed. Now obviously, right? Because he suddenly like ghosted me, mm. and and the worst thing because we work in the same area. Oh, I bumped yeah. into his uh, good friends a few times, and I, and I still didn't know When I was being ghosted or whatever. Right, so I went up to say hello to the friends, and they all gave me like this weird look. Oh my god! As though like you know, obviously they know something's up, and then obviously he thinks that he has broken up with but me. But this behavior like, is I'm like,
1: I'm so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like then but you then are then left with this do. whole, what did I do wrong? Exactly. What did yeah. I not do? Yeah. Which yeah. is, yeah. I think, yeah. I think yeah. it, whether, whether it's, it's online, online or, or not, not, like right. you always have this. Question mark When something ends Without you knowing What's coming And there wasn't Just any red flag. It's just What did I do wrong mm-hmm. oh, I
3: yeah. think I think to add on To this right I think yeah That's the worst part It makes you feel like You did something wrong For me the whole time Because like what Lin said At the back of your head You know something is off So yeah. you don't really Go 100% in And then this guy Sometimes like You know I've been Like showering you With this for the longest time I don't know what you think I don't know how you feel And then in your head It's like Am I cold? Am I the one with the problems? No, but or, you know you there know, are there
1: times are time instances things. where you think like I should let let the love come in and then you start to f- compromise or drop off certain things in your head and ignore this red flag, right? So, there are instances that we are also caught in a vulnerable spot, right? Like, there was this once I met this guy online. He's here in Singapore because he's a travel nomad, digital nomad. He wants to decide where he wants to settle down. So, Singapore is an option. Vietnam is an option. Thailand is an option, right? New Zealand is an option. So, in transit from new zealand to singapore to vietnam i believe he was here for a week so we hung out during that week and very quickly there was no love forming but very quickly he started telling me things like you know i'm very uh, i'm very impressed you know like i really want to stay here which he did extend his trip just to be with me which on hindsight is a little bit of a red flag because over committing in a very short period of time is very scary. But at that point of time, you think that you are infatuated or whatever in love, whatever with this person, right? So you kind of like let go, let your guts down and then you just have a lot of fun. Like, oh, skip work for a couple of days just to hang out and then start planning trips of when we will see each other again in the next couple of months. So which I did and it was the worst five days I have in Danang with this person. So we were talking about this in maybe October, right? And then in November, he will be somewhere and then December, we'll meet up again. So, we d- decided to spend Christmas together. It was the worst trip ever because um, we were only together for a short period of time, right? Physically and in the same space. So, you don't know about this person's hygiene. Oh
3: God.
1: <laughs> right, you know where I'm going. Hygiene, oh my God. money, perception of money. Mm. Well, think about it uh, logically uh, as a red flag. He's a digital nomad. He's been travelling for months. So you think about the kind of money that he will spend. And he the reason he's not staying in Singapore is because it's too expensive. And he has been staying from um, hostels to hostels. So think about that from a hygiene standpoint. So when you're infatuated and you're like, oh, you know, and he tells you things like, literally, he told his friends, his family about me and he told me about them knowing about me. And I'm like, why? You know, I was not stupid lah back then, but then again, it was... It's just like let's see how this goes, and we really booked the trip, so it's gonna be a four or five days thing, you know. So it, it just started from the beginning. It's just, I mean, this is a mistake, you know. Like <laughs> again, hygienically, because people had they he lived out backpack, so that's just gross, right? And I didn't slowly realize that this wasn't uh, not very susceptible to feedback. So I'm a very honest person. I was like, your shoes stink. <laughs> it, it's coming from there Something died there <laughs> And then he was like What? Nothing what? And then after a while He walked past and He's like Yeah I think you're right and I'm like Of course I'm right and <laughs> So that's one And then like Things like money right So because it's a trip And you know See you pay for something I pay for something Then he starts like Calculating How much he paid for You know like At the meal I asked him to plan for a meal Because the rest of the planning Was a discussion Which majority led by me And which I didn't mind I just booked very quickly everything, right? So then we went. And that meal was one one point of contention. And then I paid for certain things because, you know, you book for some activities you have to pay. So that this money thing became a another, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just a little bit, yeah, yeah. And I remember one of the nights that, I was just so like done that I was looking on the third night I was looking for another hotel, like... to move to. No, I was just prepared to go solo already. Oh my god. Yeah, and then at that point only at that point he realised that oh, I think she's like majorly pissed off so I think I better apologise to her. But basically by the end of the trip you know that this is over. Mm.
0: So did he pay you the money back? Yes. Okay. And, but I had
1: to ask many times. Oh my god. She's of my pet peeve <gasps> Yeah. Oh my god. like it's not funny, I'm asking you for my money back and you're like, "Eh." and I'm like, um, okay, did not know. Yeah, so it's a a maturity thing as well, Mm. right? So, although as much as, you know, he's cute, he's nice and everything, but it's just, like, really is it worth it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, coming back to the Chris Hamworth, I think this one cannot
1: you never even know if <laughs>
0: Chris Hemsworth will become like that. No, like, even eh. his face looked like Chris Hemworth, I also cannot. But you
1: won't know what until am that point. Mm. So it's really a lot of trial and error mm. in this sense. La. Mm. I mean, to a certain extent, we hang- hung out for a while. We, we spoke for at least two, three months before we went on the trip. But even so, the personal habit, the spending habit, right? And the vacation style is another thing. So it's a very big test mm. when it comes to a relationship, whether it's going to work out or not. Mm, that's true
2: I think, I think this is, applies Even to friendship So I have mm. like Friends who We agree that We will go on trips Like increasingly Longer period of time And not one shot Like one week yeah. together If we've never Travelled yeah. before Because Very. again You need some of that Time to get used To each other yeah. you know, See if it works Maybe five day tops We can tahan each yeah. other But if you
1: can't stay each other after three days, you better don't go for like a 2 weeks ho- holiday together, right? Whether you're a friend or whether or not, it's really just a relationship. You will start from the beginning, right? And how, how much how much time you can spend with them and how long you can spend them and their quirks. So it's, again, I think a lot of the takeaways right now will be really spending time to know the person and what is the takeaway of that. But anyway, since we're talking about the you know, organic form of meeting people, what was the thing that you went through that made you switch to online instead? Mm,
2: I think it's always been hybrid for a bit of both, because mm. I think online, the, the beauty of it is you can really meet people outside of your circle. In my work throughout X number of years I've been working, exactly. um it is always a similar type of people you'll meet, mm. right? Yeah. Whether it's your yeah, agency or whatever setting, so it's kind of similar type of people that you will meet. So if you really want to find somebody who will help you broaden what yeah. you know or mm. what you what you experience, you Online is probably a better choice I've met very interesting people online Different interests Different stories And I, I, I like to hear those stories and whatnot So that was one way And of course at the peak of online dating Where there are a lot more options A lot more apps And you just try it out Because like everybody else is doing it right And mm. it's pretty fun for me To help my friends filter too So it just became like a kiki session You know, you get together Say swipe left, swipe right And all that sort of thing So it's it just part of the lifestyle, I would yeah. say. Then the organic part of it is, again, as your friends get, your closer friends get married or like settle down and all that, then they will start panicking for you even though you're not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <Michelle>. attack <laughs> okay, <check> again, guys. <laughs> yeah, so, so then they will, if they meet somebody nice or fits your criteria or profile, they will, you know, just mention it, like, okay, no oh. commitment, no expectations, just meet this person mm-hmm. and see how it goes because that's how, technically, that's how online dating is, right? It's just that, Whoever is the one being the medium to introduce you And connect you to that person So it wasn't really a transition per se But just how our lives evolve. evolved from yeah. dating.
1: Yiling. Yiling. Mm,
2: For me, I think I agree with
3: Lin Like basically online dating right First, okay for me mostly it's COVID Like ah. basically you are stuck and like mm, Okay, I'm just um, like Yeah, okay So that's one And then you Like what Lin said We have to If we meet organically, it's usually around your circle. So it's always people. I'm always meeting creative people or maybe like engineers or like software people, right? But on the apps, you actually meet people from different industries, kind of like networking, business networking. But it broadens your circle. Okay, so that's the other thing. One more very important factor, I think, is because I go to co-working spaces a lot. You don't want to shit where you eat.
0: Agree,
3: even though you are not in the same company, going to the same space, dating yeah. someone, whether it goes well or yeah. not, if it doesn't go well, you don't know how to go to that space again. Like and and really also, word gets, word gets around gets people actually do know each yeah, other, yeah. And like, yeah, there's a community, and then people will be like, eh. or if he starts to get obsessive or whatever, then he knows where to find oh, you. No. That's something you want to like avoid as well. So, I think. That's
1: that. Yeah, yeah the yeah, safety concern as well. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I think for me, I started organically, like basically my first job in software. I, it's not events, so it's a bit slower and I a lot of time on my hand. So I started experimenting. I have friends who are single as well. So we started actually going to even the government-funded speed dating. Okay. There's such a thing. Yes. So it's uh, I think it's 20, 20 or 25 dollars or something. So they actually check your NRIC in the system to make sure you are not somehow. married. Yeah. Yeah. Because these people are licensed by the government to set up this kind of meetup event. So it's very interesting because you you get to meet different people, but basically they're all Singaporean lah, because you have to check ICMA. The activity it could be drinks, it could be tea session, like a tea Mm. house, ah. Chinese tea, ah. blue Chinese tea. ah. So, because speed dating, right, so thing, 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 you know those things you see in the movie, then you rotate, you got to like, basically introduce yourself like,
0: 20 times. times.
1: So the ratio of the guy and girl is quite even, I would say. The organizer himself is very seasoned. So they also do like uh those 3 day two-night JB trips and stuff like that. So varying from that. La. But of course, 3 day two night with a couple of strangers is just very weird. La. So obviously we went for the more safe option, right? Whether it's drinks or like and um after going three or four times, uh, he actually said that his highest um success rate. It's during the tea house session. The tea house session is like per table, about six people, and then you really make tea at yeah, blue Chinese tea. So you really like calm and then talk to each other, you know, like ah. Uh, then you will see a lot of profile um engineer teachers, some bankers, not a lot of interesting profile. So it ended up becoming me and my girlfriend having a lot of fun discussing what happened, or the guy, like, we're just whispering to each other, or, like, <laughs> end of the session, really no interesting people, we don't go for second round, right? So, then the two of us will go for our own second round, then we'll just bitch about these people, lah. It's basically not a lot of our demographics. There was, I think, once or twice that we met, like, a banker, but you have that second round with maybe, like, from a 20-packs or for 30-packs group, you become, like, sick.
0: But do you rotate? From the table, or is just uh, that fix- one is
1: the format, right? So they will rotate. They will try to like put, oh. then scatter, then you rotate, right? It's structured. Then after that, the second round is on your own. So you mm. pick a couple of them that you talk to that you actually don't mind, and then you go. Then we met a banker, quite nice, no? so so you start talking to them. But the intent of these people are a little bit more aggressive. Their intention is to really seriously date and get married because they may be quite old already or they have very solid career already, like very stable. Yeah, so it's very boring uh, in, in, uh, at 25 that but is yeah. very boring yeah so that was totally not a coffee, but it became a pastime because it so I thought of us because it's just to go and laugh at some guy <laughs> in, you know the typical Singaporean prototype the new New Balance backpack and the Uniqlo outfit like the t-shirt and jeans oh my god it's really it's, it's like the catalogue of typical Singaporean men when you walk into the room Ah, uh, Then you rarely, rarely, very rarely see one like maybe a bit sharper looking. That one comes from banker. But that one will be like once in a blue moon. So it's a very sad space to be in. Yeah, because we were not in the right mood, right? I got, I got a question for you guys, right? So it does it occur to you that
2: Singaporeans or have you experienced it that generally Singaporean guys dress a particular way for dates which is not very dressy at all so like your example <laughs> which is the Uniqlo catalogue <laughs> is. is it is it true for most Singaporean guys
1: yeah that you? it is It is. so to your point it's not we are not that superficial lah, okay but because it was uh, already a tea session like come on how boring can you get and then you know, I can tell you right the, the amount of times that went on the amount of same answers movies Go for a run, reading. <laughs> uh last that time okay, okay. That, that was about 10 years ago. Yeah, so no, yeah, uh the movie. <laughs> like how many freaking movies can you go to the movie? <laughs> how many fr- Blockbusters are there You know what I mean So that, that is the part Where it starts to get If you tell me about travelling Maybe I'll still be A bit more interested It's not just about the looks But it's the character The charisma And the dressing Makes a big part of it right If you mm. look good You feel good You talk better about You know mm. Versus Okay this Versus like a uh, Meetup.com it's like an intonation right? So meetup.com is a bit more interesting. You walk into a room of strangers, you don't know who is the demographic, you have about maybe 30 people, and majority of the times it's drinks. So you get girls pay like maybe $10, $15 a year, two drinks, right? And you have to, like e you have to go from people to people, group to group, like the inter- meeting.com meetup.coms and internations. You can just land and find a meetup and go. Which I have met people interesting people who are just here for that night they want to just hang out and talk to people so I've met people who are there demographically Wednesdays Thursdays are better back then Fridays are where weird people go so specific like because Friday, hey, hello on Friday night you don't have plans something's wrong with you right or Saturday afternoon you don't have okay. plans something's very wrong with you eh? so these weirdos timing you don't go la <laughs> you go for like Wednesday night Thursday night a quick one Saturday night a be- a quick one before your second round dinner or what uh, you hit and run so actually it's more fun because you get to me it's like a training ground because I was so bored right about my job so I went in and then <laughs> really? you have drinks you can play the cheers and ditch game so basically you go cheers to a group of, go to a group of people or, uh-huh. you, or some guy kind of talk to you there is like
0: somebody cheers up. bye then you just stop.
1: no <laughs> no no cheers have you met so and so connect bye then you're like or oh. or oh, okay. oh. Or you go to the front of the room, you start from the front of the room, mm. and then you have a group of people that you collect already, right? Then you're like, ah, boring. <laughs> then, you, then you're then like, okay, uh, guys, I'm going to go inside, to meet the people in there. So you just go.
0: Oh. Uh,
1: because it's, it's very, I tell you, it's very stereotypical. Like what Shee Ling was saying, right? You meet engineers, you meet developers, and most of them are Indian. Nah. In my case is very mixed. Okay. But yeah, I get your point. Yeah, like a global <laughs> population percentage, most of them will be Indian. <laughs> you can't, can't run, run from, from them. them. Okay? okay. So basically when I see a lot of for some reason they like to gather together. Then they want to talk to you. Then you're like, I'm not interested. <laughs> so then you have to play the game, like, are you a IT person? Are you a, are you a developer? Are you an engineer? Then you're like, yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> Then you'll be like, okay, yeah, I think I met all of you I'll go, you know. <laughs> wow. Well, I met an ex-boyfriend during one of the meetups mm. in person and he's Italian, He's dark hair. Mm. So I didn't know, I thought he was Indian. Oh my god. I <laughs> was very offended. <laughs> but that only time that I got asked out three times in the night. And because I thought he was Indian, right? So I ignored him. Ah, the last time he took my number call my number on the spot just to make sure it's not fake wow and at the end he said I will see you on sun- uh, on Sunday or something make mm. a on the spot, leh. yeah <laughs> no run leh. cannot hide you know <laughs> wow that was like oh, serious <laughs> yeah so, so that that was like a, a good experience la. but again it's a very different world out there and then from there right because COVID is a very big factor but The hybrid model that Lin said Is also another good Mm. way Of increasing your numbers, right? Because it's a number game Misha, you got to go and meet people Okay. You've got to like really go out and play the numbers game. Otherwise, later I'm walking out of this room. Yeah, so, uh, we are in uh, WeWork right now and it's F1 season. I think we're going to bring her to the with. later. <laughs> <sister.
3: laughs> I think, I think to add to this point, it's a numbers game in a sense that we have kind of concluded that it's about spending time to get to know someone. So, it's very hard to expect going on an app or going to a networking session to meet your husband or something like and that. And the, the very frequency weird. of people that people you meet.
1: That means yes, the amount so of
3: people you meet in a short span of
1: time as yes. well.
3: So, kind of look at it as like planting seeds. Everyone you meet today, like what well, Lin said, right, uh, online dating, a lot of it ends up being your friend. Then maybe a certain time later, you get to know them as a person. Six months down, a year down, things happen. But... I always find it very scary to like meet someone and like, oh, we start dating like like tomorrow, next week. And then the expectations build and then you become weird. They become weird. Everyone becomes weird. <laughs> nothing ne- nothing ends out, get, uh, gets out well. So it's really about like getting to know people. And then so... So it's like getting to know a lot of people at the same time and then just kind of see where things go. It's just
1: making friends. But then but you then also, also, with this, with this amount, this of, amount frequency of frequency and this amount of time you invest and spend on the person, you I'm sure you get a certain amount of disappointment, right? And mm. the amount of disappointment versus the amount of success is always higher. So how do you then deal with the disappointment? Actually, for me, I'm very slow to like someone.
0: However,
3: if I do find someone I like, I am a bit crazy. So, I think the disappointments come from the fact that once you see someone, it's like, wow, this person's 100% your type, go for it. Then you start to be a bit crazy. They start to run away.
0: Mm. It's very
3: natural, okay? But then the other ones, right, you start to, okay, maybe you are a bit cold in the beginning and then they start to warm up and then you run away. So, I guess disappointment, it's really, at some point, you start to figure out it's about how you slow things down for yourself. And... To your point, dealing with the actual uh, rejection or disappointment, you just know that actually there's nothing wrong with you. It's just okay. We don't.
1: That is such (laughs) a tough conclusion that you must. It is. It is. It
3: took a while sometimes, especially for people you really really like. But but it's the same one because there are guys you also don't really like, and you also have to tell them. You also have to. Then they might feel the same as well. Like so, we all feel disappointment. I think it's kind of like the more you do it right. I wouldn't say I always thought The more you date The more you will be like You know You don't mm-hmm. feel anything anymore mm-hmm. But actually you still do But it's just really Picking yourself up And know that Okay maybe this person Is not right Maybe the timing Is not right But mm. whatever But at this age uh, I think it's A lot easier Because you can look around And see that You have other things In your life mm. This person Is not the end all To it Correct But Correct. back then It was it's super hard. hard When you were younger <sighs> Is ruin this guy's uh, that kind of stuff. So, um, at the end of the day, I think it's more important like build yourself up inside. Have yeah. a because you look around. Actually, women have very strong like friend groups, yeah, community, mm. right? So, not that it's easy, but you look around, right? We have a very fulfilling life. Right? So, would you when, say you stop pinning hope
1: on other people but pin the hope on yourself instead?
3: I I think so. I didn't think about it like that, but I think. Yeah, you start to focus on yourself And then you realise Hey, actually,
1: life is great So
3: it's okay And then, for some reason When you get to that stage, right? Things start to happen very I think it's like an energy thing It's Mm. like maybe a separate discussion But, you know, you hype it up Positivity, that kind of stuff Things will turn out very differently
1: So yeah, for yeah. you, I think you have a bit more investment in some of the online relationships mm-hmm. or like actual relationships that have like years. So like, how do you actually, you know, mitigate uh, this?
2: Well, I, I, let me maybe start off with. I think the the expectations when you start dating somebody or you somebody is interested in you mm-hmm. can be mismanaged on both ends. So obviously, mm-hmm. I've also been on the end where. Maybe this particular person is very interested in me. And then I have no idea. Like, I completely have friend zoned mm-hmm. this person from the start. Oh. And I thought that we were just getting along fine as friends until, and I was really quite oblivious to the fact until his best friend told me that he really <sighs> hates you now. Because yeah. he feels like you been he's been played by you throughout the entire time. I just thought that I thought we were just hanging out as friends. I mean
0: friends that often friends. happens, la, Especially yeah. when you're not on the same page. Correct.
2: Mm. And uh, yeah, and it was a bit of a weird situation because he was seeing people
1: yeah. as mm. well. So I thought we were
2: just friends. But, but he, he didn't, didn't ask you, ask you properly one. No, no. no. No, we didn't, Was there uh, any we, specific
0: moves, moves or things or that, he that he did that?
2: No, we were just hanging out. Like we would mm. no, go out, have coffee, and all that sort of thing. So it's mm. like mm. a you mm. think, I think, yeah, who we'll
1: we'll confirmed? Confirm.
2: Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the worst part is, like, I, I did kind of like his friend for a bit. Wow. And then he knows I like his friend, mm-hmm. but then obviously he has a thing for me, and then he went to tell My his God. friend <laughs> that he so told basically so everybody about you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, guy do yeah, yeah. play no, this game, you know. Yeah, I think he hated me
1: for quite a few <laughs> years.
2: <laughs> I think he, he used the, it was a strong choice of yeah, language, yeah. but he hated me for a few years, and I only hear it from his friend that he should
1: hate himself for <laughs> the lack <leg> of <laughs> courage
2: that you have. I know, To him he was okay, again, management of expectations, mm-hmm. right? For him, he was being very upfront about it. Mm. Mm. Maybe not in the same way as he he's like, oh, he's not very touchy feely that sort mm. of guy. Mm. But He was being uh, nicer to me Which I I have no benchmark How the heck would I know That you're being nicer to me than As as compared to somebody Yeah Yeah, exactly So so management of expectations Anyway back to Then the other side of the spectrum About myself is If in a longer term relationship And I had a relatively long one Before I met my husband Right, There were a lot of uh, sacrifices made In the process of Mm -hmm. actually Being together with this guy Because it started off with like no promises. Mm-hmm. Like we're just hanging out mm-hmm. and I was completely fine with that because at that point of time also, I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to like get married or anything. No agenda, no critical pressing matters to address, right? Then as you as you spend more time together, you will have expectations. Mm-hmm. Sure. Even mm-hmm. if you voice it out, even if you try to, you know, say that, oh, I, I need to have this, but it, it becomes harder to break away yeah. with more time spent. And the, the dealing with that disappointment or that, not meeting expectations and all that Again, I think in a way you have to try to accept it mm, Yeah. That period of time, again, I think I wasn't even given a space Because we were together for that couple of years, right? And all the time I had, I spent with him I had mm. no time for friends I basically just mm. closed myself off in this little world of our wow. own It It didn't even give me the opportunity to build up that self-confidence mm. or like have that good self-talk to myself at, at the end of it towards the tail end of it before I finally came out of that relationship right I was so depressed that I would sit in my own house and cry myself I, like cry myself to bed or like just sit there and cry That's because terrible. I just like why am I what what is wrong with me so bad that this guy mm. just doesn't want to settle down with me or doesn't want to like do anything to the relationship you start to gaslight like yourself yeah, yeah. yeah and then and then looking back I realized that he has been doing it over the years
0: Mm. Over the years,
2: they're like if you don't meet my expectations, you're worth nothing. Oh, right. This and is emotional, emotional abuse. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was. That's why, like, the mo's are actually pretty obvious when you can take a very mm. um, neutral look at it, whether or not it's your own expectations or that person's expectations. Because I then tried to mold my expectations to fit his, mm. then I, I would tell myself that hey, marriage is just a paper. I don't need it. Um, I don't need you to even give me any sort of support. As long mm. as we're together physically, we can just be like youngsters for the next thirty years of our lives. That was what I was telling myself. Mm. And he was—he wasn't like a, he wasn't like abusive in like a physical way or whatever, yeah. right? But it was emotional abuse. It was mm. making you doubt yourself every day you wake up. You're like, I'm doing so much, but why does it feel like
0: there's no return? Yeah,
2: there's there's no returns. There's no there's no movement at all. It was just that literally. From day one up to like five years later, mm. right? It felt like nothing has grown out of this relationship. Mm. It was just there. It's always been like that since day one. Retrospectively, mm. uh, But obviously when you're in it, yep. it's you difficult. It. Yeah. So only when you step aside. And, and the best part of it was, and this is again about expectations. The best part of it was when I finally saw clearly what this whole thing was about and I was ready to leave. The day we broke up, he asked me what was wrong.
0: What he seriously? Asked me what
2: was wrong? So you were the one who broke up. I was the one who broke up in the end. Uh, finally, yeah. Uh. So, so he he was the one who said, "Asking what was wrong," and I was, and that made me even more certain of my decision. I was a bit wavering still because mm. we've we like broken up before, got, you, got together again, right? But when he asked me what was wrong, what he do wrong, I was just like suddenly the enlightenment, right? <laughs> you were know, like. Do it, for so that is what's wrong. What's wrong, you. wrong. Yeah. yeah. So exactly, that was the moment I realized that. Oh my god, it's never been me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He has never seen him doing any wrong in this entire period of time, entire relationship, and and kind of to to put a final final end to this entire thing. His his uh, family actually called me to apologize. Wow. Yeah. To to have lunch and then say that hey, don't take it so hard on yourself. It's not your fault. So to me, that was a, a, mm, a kind of closure and a relief like right, that I wasn't just imagining things. So it's good to take that third-party, third-person yeah. um, validation uh, about mm. what's actually happening. When you're too in it, you really can't yeah. see any of these things.
0: But during the, the five years I that you guys were together, did you ever I spoke was... about the things that he do to you that you didn't like or make you feel very small, insecure?
2: I did to him, but guess I think? I think you're overthinking things No, Or he will actually He's a That's when we talk about Psychotic yeah, yeah. Friends or partners right, I tell you I know a lot of the mo's <laughs> <laughs> Because there are occasions Where I find something That's dodgy About what His interaction With some females mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. I would try to like Make a stand right and Say oh why are you doing this Da-da-da-da. He'll flip it around You know So oh up, I would be God. apologizing to him so he's like a bit manipulative. He is quite, and and I don't think he does it. Very consciously It's just his character I think that's the most Sinister thing They don't even realise it Yeah they don't realise it That's the Psychopaths
3: worst part.
1: are all like
2: oh that God. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay I mean I, though, though he's married he, that, I mean there was it, There were happy times Of course But again The Chris, Chris Hemsworth syndrome Is <laughs> you want to make sure That you don't ignore The red flags So how much are you willing To go for that red <laughs> yeah. flags Right yeah. But, but yeah And again Back then It was just me and him In our little world we, I was completely My friends My closest friends Who stood by me Until now right mm. <laughs> They will recall That peep, the duck It just I'm, like, I'm just, just When well, she crossed to The duck side Yeah but. yeah yeah mm. I'm just cut off From my friends <gasps> Because every single moment I am free right Or rather Every free? single moment He's free I'm with him And my life revolves along his schedule So oh, I, I cannot oh Meet gosh. friends Or I feel guilty About meeting friends I don't hang out With friends So And yeah yeah. So, so it was A uh, the dark ages The true true, dark Yeah, yeah The true, true one so, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway To sum it up like You know just, just don't talk yourself down Don't let other people Do that too If you can It, it takes a lot No doubt But keep your support system Outside of a relationship You mm. really need that Even if There are people who believe That you shouldn't talk bad About your partners outside But keep in mind It's not about talking bad It's about just recounting So that you guys can reflect about it there are some people like, especially I think Asians and Chinese. Like, hey, yeah, you shouldn't. You should support your partner. Mm, you shouldn't talk yeah. bad about them. It's not the moment you speak about it it. Is actually letting you reflect. Hey, is this right or is it wrong? Mm. Somebody else can tell you maybe yes or no. You know. It, it, it can also be a good thing, what,
1: when, but, you but a good thing. So when you get to Also, when are you are dating, if you can't talk about it with the person you're dating, but yet you can talk about it to everybody outside of the relationship, then there is something very seriously wrong as well. And that's,
3: that could also be your red flag. Mm. I think sometimes we think men has a lot of red flags, right? But women also. We, I think it's important to identify green flags, red
1: flags, mm. both sides.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: Correct. Right. And, so, and also, besides the expectations, and you know, not pinning too much hopes on other people, the the level set of the the power in the, during the relationship, right? Whether you are you know on the right speaking term, whether you can discuss things, the type of communication, the style of communication, and the emotional maturity. I think all these are things that, I it's a lot.
3: Yeah. Exactly. So I think from my experience with friends and or I think a lot of us keep pinning hope on like meeting someone and then call it a day Mm -hmm. that means like okay this is the end goal but there are there are like to get to the point where if your end goal is marriage to get to marriage right it's not like a meet someone he's cute you know it works out we go out everything works out and then this is the husband Mm -hmm. because everyone is very complex and at our age right uh, everyone has baggage so it's not Mm -hmm. about aiming to meet someone who has zero baggage, but rather they have baggages, you also have, how do you work around that? Are you willing to work around that? Or are they not trying? Like all of these things take time, you know, it's not like a, oh, because you're hot and then, you know, everything will work out fine. So yeah, I think that's something we need to be very aware of. So I, I feel like a lot of us are not aware in this case. We always jump in, oh, this, you know, just very superficially this person swipe right, swipe left, whatever. But there's more beyond. That's just a profile and just the starting
1: point. Cool. Ooh, yeah, Meishan. Anything to add, not? Do you feel attacked? I don't feel attacked, but I feel scared. <laughs> Are we scaring you right now? A little bit. <laughs> no, but it, I mean a lot of things you already know. Right? Like mm. in terms of the calm style, right? Especially very straightforward people like all of us here. Mm. Uh, it's. We are like so fast that people cannot catch up with us or we decide things so quickly and we know what we want so to the point that some people like it's very hard to find a partner that is of an uh, equal. Yeah. Right. So so then how do we compromise or like work around it? So again, numbers game, expectations, you know, emotional maturity, uh Com style and stuff like that um, all these are a very very big topic I think we have a lot to talk about in the coming few episodes about all this okay so I think we can conclude it's been a while it's a long a long episode. powerful episode yeah um, okay so in conclusion guys do you think does dating be it online offline or for a shorter or longer period make a difference at the end of the day I think I think Lin has a lot to say about that
2: true story I, I never had an expectation about Whether I wanted to get married or not mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not like One of those I want to hear wedding bells one day No, <laughs> even <laughs> for my Episode will describe Obviously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like if it- when I got married like this year, well, obviously with COVID everything considered as well, I, I had a very simple ceremony. Like literally just friends, had a dinner, we signed, make jokes, mm. didn't even wear heels, didn't have like the Philly dresses and everything. And then got and so got, drunk. And then got so <sighs> drunk, I don't remember I blacked out. Yeah. Oh first, God, second God. time that's in my fun. life, fun. I blacked out. Um, but anyway, that's a story man day. I, I don't think the timing matters. I think if you do find that somebody or that somebody finds you, in my case, he found me, I didn't find him. Um, and thank God he did Thank God he did It was easy It felt easy Like mm. it wasn't forced mm. You never have to try And come up with excuses Or mm. false expectations mm. For your partner You will be able to have Those difficult conversations That you never have to Never had a chance to Or never be able to With the other mm. person And it will still take work No doubt We, we still went for the, the Counseling pre mm. counseling Everything Just so that we know what are the things that we need to constantly talk mm. about? It will take effort, but again, it will not feel for- forced. forced. Yeah, mm. it will not feel forced. So I think for us, it was quite fast. He also had many, many funny dating stories from before. Uh, but For us, it was quite fast. And I think COVID helped because we were forced to talk a lot more mm. than to actually go out there and do like fun activities mm-hmm. as a couple. You're forced to speak. You're forced to communicate. Mm. So we we yeah we decided actually from the beginning when we got together efforts unspoken it was decided that we will spend the rest of our lives together lah. but you know mm-hmm. he's a romantic one so like yeah you know <laughs> he he can tell you nicer and go to this story but yeah so so that's it for me timing doesn't matter whether or not online or offline doesn't matter because you will not you will not know when he or she is gonna appear mm, your yeah. partner and but just keep an open heart an open mind about things and mm-hmm. just be yourself really don't try yeah. to put up. Something else Because you'll never be able To keep up with that Yeah
3: Mm. I think when I was younger I always had that Idea that Oh If it's not like a Three years You cannot Mm -hmm. think about marriage Like you can only see someone But then As you grow older You realise sometimes It's not the Time frame But the timing Of where you are In your life If someone is ready You are ready You get into something It can happen very Quickly I guess It can move very quickly So I think Timing matters more than time frame. I think my main takeaway from dating is uh, that if someone makes you feel like you want to be a better person, oh, yes. mm-hmm. that you know that's a green flag. And that can be in many, many different directions. But just generally, also also one more thing is I as I grow older, I try not to change them. All. So like the whole expectation thing, you take someone from day one. And of course, there are things to work on. But you take them as who they are from day one and then go from there. But rather than like, oh, you know, you're not like that. Mm. I expected you to be like that. I think it's about accepting people and accepting that no one is perfect, Mm. especially, you know, at our age, like we said, baggages and experiences. So, that like just don't have high expectations for fantasy for perfection be willing to work on things and yeah if you feel like being with this person makes you feel more hopeful about yourself at the Mm -hmm. end of the day it's like improving yourself as a person i think that's like one of the biggest green light so it's not about time frame just the individual itself very well i
1: feel so tired i I want to leave the room now (laughs) have we even started the relationship We want to leave the yeah. room.
0: I mean, like, today, whatever that um the three of them have shared obviously uh, brings a different perspective in the experiences that they have. For myself, I have never really wanted to... I have never seen marriage as an end goal. It has it has always been at the back of my head. But then I know that to get there, you obviously need work. La. Like, all these people are now staring at me. So, you, know, you need to go outside and meet all, all these people and stuff like that. But to... To be honest, it has never really affected me on how I grow as a person and things like that. So, but sometimes you are still under the, like, peer pressure from your family, from your friends. Like, every every time everybody meet me, they will just ask me, are you seeing anybody and things like that. So, there was a period of time where it really felt like, oh my god, is there something wrong with me? Or or, am I not doing things right? But, I mean, part of me is like, I don't see as many people as I want. Um, I... I choose my time wisely to who I want to spend time with and Ilin will know because it's very difficult to ask me out. There are a lot of people that ask me out, guys. Sometimes they ask me four years. Four years, I rejected them. Yeah, so it is. I think it's just me but at the same time, whether like to the question online or offline, it doesn't really matter to me. But if I were to choose, I would still choose an offline meet up to people because I think that's the easiest way to get to know somebody than online where you have to text and I'm a very bad texter I don't like to text like you know you're so tired at work already so yeah I will give you guys updates if there's anything happening alright
1: <laughs> this is like a bad business discussion I'll let you know I'll call you yeah, don't call, call me you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh, I think you've covered a lot of yes city. a lot yes so uh any last words any, anybody any last words
2: where do you want to send the leads to? Do you want to remind the audience where they can send
1: leads to? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So the leads, <laughs> right? The <laughs> subject title of the email is Urgent MQL for <laughs> Okay, so with that, Meishan, can you tell us the email address to send the MQLs to? <laughs> Well, as always,
0: if you have any feedback, anybody that you want to send leads to me to meet up with anyone, you can reach us at notenoughasia1.5 at gmail.com.
1: And with that, we will hear you next time. (laughs) Goodbye!